welcome to Human Seeking Human. This is a very, very special episode because for the first time ever, we have a guest. Uh, the guest is none other than the host of True Crime Paranormal Podcast, and that's why we drink, and the host of Beach Two Sandy Water Two Wet, my sister, Christine Schiefer. Hello. Welcome. Hi. I'm trying not to breathe. I didn't yeah, want to no. interrupt you it, with my... I could tell. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I'm, I, we just be, spent an hour recording together, so it's like an extension. We didn't announce that we were doing this either. Whoops. No. Nope. Um, probably should have said something about that. That was my fault. Um, yeah, so if you're new here, because I'm sure many of you are like, oh, my favorite podcaster is on a uh, uh, show with my second favorite podcaster. Sorry, third. Sorry, Em. Um, let me watch <laughs> this. Um, or listen to this. Oh, God. I'm not good at this. So yeah. Um, well, what this I do is a here. Great interview so far, though. I feel like it, we're really getting to the meat of whatever you're, we're talking about. You're truly the guinea pig here because good. I have never done this before. Um, but anyway, yeah. So what I do here is I read uh, personal ads in newspapers, talk about relationships, mental health, um, and yeah. And we're doing things a little different, obviously, because we have a guest. Um, and I want to start out with uh, a couple things specific to our guest. Um, because uh, I have some newspaper things I found. So I'm so nervous. Okay. Uh, coming in to you right now is a photo I found. Okay. On text? Uh, yes. Yeah. So let me know if you recognize this. I found this in the Cincinnati. <gasps> oh, what? Where did you find this photo of me? It was way too easy. Um, but yes, Alexander. this is uh, uh, this is from a newspaper article. About... Oh, I thought you edited it like to look like a newspaper. It's no, from Christy, a newspaper. this is actually from the newspaper, Cincinnati Enquirer. Stop it! Yes. I was in this. I didn't know that. Yes, more than once. This is just the first one. I don't know if we're putting this on. Oh, I'll, I'll post it on Instagram if you're okay, okay with that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, I guess I have no shame anymore. I assume you recognize what this event is. Man, do you know what's okay? Never mind. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, you were hey, you were you were the the main the narrator of uh our town back in high school um, yeah I was trying to be a theater nerd it didn't really work out for me because I wasn't really cool enough to be a theater nerd believe it or not <laughs> but I did get the one of the main parts in our town and as you can see mm -hmm. from this photo I was madly in love with the lead <laughs> male character who in this scene i was officiating his marriage to <laughs> a girl who also had a crush on him so it was really unfortunate for me i'm also wearing uh the the director she was a little kooky i don't know where she came from she just kind of appeared one day and uh she gave me these robes to put on and i said they smell kind of funny and she said oh, they're my mom's. And I was like, oh, it's okay that I'm wearing them. And she said, oh, well, she's been dead for 10 years. So I'm sure she's fine with it. And um, so my my costume, well, you know, this this lovely lady got to wear a beautiful dress and braider hair. I had to wear uh, dead grandma's robes. So well, you pulled it off wonderfully. <laughs> Needless to say, he and I never dated and no. still very sad. So, so the two of them though are now married. The, they the, lead, the, the leads are married and their children are all theater nerds <laughs> and i'm not jealous about it at all <laughs> uh there's one one more um Man, this is a heavy hitter I know. oh yeah coming in strong i told you oh. i have surprises for you yeah you do um, this is this is what i like to call your shining moment uh -oh. you know, at the end of the shining when it zooms in oh and... <laughs> i look like him i look like what's his name in the shining it's like the kubrick stare 
you like kind <laughs> of tilt your head down into and... that group photo oh yeah that's horrendous alexander that is just from your high school haircut. graduation if you yeah, can't tell just the worst hair. i got a just nice close-up of you um where, where was this photo it's not empire I... as well why do I keep showing up in the newspaper? Yeah, Lord only knows. Lord only knows. <laughs> that was uh, me in there? Uh, I, it wasn't me. That's for sure. How did you find? Did you search my name? I, I'm not telling my secrets. Otherwise, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be able to have this podcast. Um, wow, this is incredible. Thank you. But here's something else I found about you. So oh, this God. is uh, an article and uh, this is what it says. Madeira resident Christine Schieffer, a student at Summit Country Day School, was recently named a National Merit Semi-Finalist. The National Merit Scholarship Program is an academic competition for recognition and scholarships that began in 1955. Congratulations! Thank you. Famously never lived in Madeira, Ohio. I know. I was like, that's another thing. I'm pretty sure we were never there, but yes. Never, Renee lived there, but I certainly did not. <laughs> you spent so much time at her Maybe house. Maybe they thought that was my address. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was kind. Did they spell my name right? Because uh, in a lot of those national yep. merit, even on my certificate, my name was spelled wrong. So yep. completely cool, correct. Cool, 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 completely cool. correct. Um, so you might have known about that kind of stuff already, uh, but there's something that I'm almost positive you had no idea existed uh, what and neither did i what this is an article from the cincinnati Enquirer, april 23rd 1992 what? i wasn't i was not alive i know i was not alive here we go afa kaiser is a 22 year old western german who'd love to go to college in america but like many americans nowadays she can't afford it Quote, it would cost $14,000 a year, all expenses included, for me to go to the University of Cincinnati. Miss Kaiser came to Cincinnati six months ago to help her sister, Renata Schiefer, and brother-in-law, Bernhard Schiefer, with the Cafe Vienna they founded next to their Mount Adams home almost three years ago. My sister has a 10-month-old daughter, Christine, and her husband works at another job, so I manage the restaurant. She also makes the delicious ice cream it serves recorded classical music and on sunday nights a classical guitarist add to the vienna's european flavor you know 1992 was the peak of my existence xander didn't exist yet my parents were married briefly married i lived in a restaurant that made its own ice cream and i was an only child it was the best time of my life so i'm glad it was noted in a newspaper you already said i didn't exist yet why did you have to bring up the fact you're an only child because i wanted to clarify how just how important that part was to me (laughs) well this next part is more relevant to me but it says um miss kaiser worked in her family's lighting business in essen before coming to cincinnati which is where i work for our grandfather as well uh many years later it all comes full circle. So yes, everyone, that's our aunt who came to um Oh, Tante Eva. Yeah, work <laughs> at, at the cafe that our parents And then I'm owned. pretty sure got like deported because she was there <laughs> illegally. <laughs> so that's a fun fact. Probably because she was fucking taking interviews in the newspaper. <laughs> she, no, I think I think that's what it was. Said, what the mom yeah, said that. You're right. No, you're totally right. Mom was so pissed she got home and was like, there were these reporters. And I was like, you're not on a visa. <laughs> you can't tell people that you're here well i found it i found the article i can't believe that yeah it's this is this is this is a fun thing i get to do that's so cool um i do have one more photo i'd like to send why the hell are they interviewing afa i don't know 
don't know. Like, I how don't did know. she get in the newspaper? I don't know. That's so random. It okay. is so random. Then again, oh. I've made it into a newspaper. That's so, true. and so have you in My some weird ways. My stupid haircuts made um, it in the newspaper. And so, so too has uh, someone who shares your exact name. Oh. Oh. Christine M. Schieffer. Oh. Marion, Ohio. Oh, yeah. I just sent you a picture. I'm Facebook friends with her. Are you actually? I yes. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fr- Facebook friends with the other Ohio Christine. Oh, yeah, my God. I, I, you know what? That sounds like you. So that is that is a photo uh, from wow. February 6, 1990 of wow. the wedding announcement between Mr. and Mrs. Douglas A. and Christine M. Schieffer. That's weird. I remember I found mm-hmm. her on the internet and I was 16 and she was like 50. Yep. Okay. Maybe, I don't know the age difference, but um, yeah, Christine M. Schieffer married to Doug and uh, we lived like an hour apart. It was a little strange coincidence. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you have a nice photo to put what on a beauty. your wall. I can hang this above my mantle next to my wedding photo. <laughs> you, you can send it to her and say you found it too. <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> she always wishes me a happy birthday every year. Cute. cute. <laughs> you should just post this on her wall randomly. <laughs> I should. <laughs> and then put the date. Just write the date in the text box. 1990. Uh, okay. Now that we got the, 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 the fun Fun, fun out of the way with all the your your mentions it's like an in the newspaper. Expose. I know this was this was fun for me to research. I bet. Um, and it was very easy because you're my sister. If I have other guests on, it might get <laughs> you gotta weird. Watch where I'm your like, step. and they're gonna be like, "Why do you know that?" Like, I'm actually disturbed. I'm like, "Well, we can cut this short." And they're like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Yeah, they'll probably leave. Don't but worry. You're here out of obligation, so it's perfect. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, you do host a true crime paranormal podcast, and um, it's something I haven't really touched on. But uh, there's a lot of issues with safety in dating, and like mm. especially like apps nowadays, but also back then with the um, uh, personal ads. And the example, I don't know if you covered it, but the Lonely Hearts Killers. Um, yes, I have not covered it yet, but that is definitely something I'm aware of. Yeah, they're, I mean, not to give too much away in case you do cover it, but in the back in the 40s, they um, they seduced and then robbed and then killed women who were posting um, personal ads Ooh. in newspapers. So, yeah. There have been stories of women doing that as well, as far as like a Black Widow, quote unquote, where yes. they would post uh, that they were looking for a husband and then murder them and then do it again and again and again and take their money yeah it's a it's a scary thing and it's definitely a side that I don't normally touch here yeah um, I but I feel like it's relevant with you coming on and also with me being a straight white male and dating because I like to talk about my personal experiences on the show and for me um I don't really have an issue Things are really hard oh. yeah no it's so easy like I don't my I don't have to think and think oh my gosh am I going to be safe is this going to be is this area going to be well lit lots of people Mm. things like that and I remember it hit me the most back when I was living in we were both in DC and I would call mom and I'd be like oh yeah just going for a walk and it would be after 10 p.m and I lived like in in foggy bottom which was (laughs) like not the nicest area I don't know it was anyway and I'd walk off campus though pretty far my mom and the mom would say I'm really glad you're you're a guy and I remember the first time she said that, I was like, oh, shit, I never even thought of that. <laughs> and it took me until I was a fucking freshman in college before I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I am pretty fortunate that I can just walk outside anyway. Um, 
yeah, is that something with you that you've had any like the like experiences when you were using dating apps or dating that um, safety was a real concern? Um, it probably was. I'm very fortunate that nothing ever happened, and I'm sure that I was probably all in the wrong place at the wrong time more times than I like to admit, and probably not as careful as I should have been, um, especially when alcohol was involved. Uh, I definitely was never great about the rule of like keep track of your friends when you're all out you know I just Mm -hmm. was never very good at that um but thankfully nothing you know terrible in that way ever happened um but yeah no I mean I feel like it's always a concern with I'm very good at social uh, like internet stalking not social anything (laughs) to to cut out the word social (laughs) yeah I'll edit that out (laughs) internet stalking people I meant to say social media stalking um so I was definitely always one to very much do my research um before meeting up with somebody but um yeah there were definitely times I went on dates and didn't tell anyone where I was going because I was like I don't want anyone to ask me any questions which now I'm like hmm probably not the wisest bet uh yeah but I'm I think I'm just very lucky I mean now that I do the podcast especially I'm like if I ever have children they are gonna have to learn very young (laughs) what to do and what not to do when you know meeting people or even just being outside the house. Yeah, definitely. Um, I always had one of those cat keychains. I was about like, to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. And you pepper didn't you spray. have a pepper spray thing? Yeah. Yeah, I got taken at the airport, but I had a cat. Uh, God, at first they said cookie. you got taken at the airport. Remember I'm the like, time you got taken at the your airport? Your pepper spray didn't work? <laughs> I was like, I wait. I could never keep track of my friends when we were out and we just kind of got taken. Just out at the airport and just got taken. We're still not sure if you're Casual. the same one or if we like picked up the wrong one um, at Lost and Found, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have one of those cat keychains. Yeah. Um, definitely I'll like in a parking lot still to this day, we'll climb in the passenger seat. If there's someone parked to my left, like go in the oh. car to the passenger seat side. I don't think, see, I w- oh, I've really? never thought about That's that. That's something I've done forever. It's just one of those nope. things that I learned as a teenager. It's so unfortunate that it has to be that way or like, because it's not, but that's yeah, it's ridiculous that's, if you think about it it is yeah but no it but it's not ridiculous that you do it it's ridiculous that you have to do it there was a story of, like i remember back when my favorite murder was first picking up the podcast um there was a story that this woman wrote in that she was out at some kind of rural area at a gas station and she was walking back to her car and if i, I do, i'm probably gonna butcher the story but another woman was walking uh past and said like hey i think i saw somebody like creeping around your car let me walk with you to your car anyway long story short it turns out there was a guy underneath the car with a knife and he was gonna like slash her ankle jesus um and so they called the police and everything it was on the news and uh it turns out they both listened to my favorite murder and they were like oh yeah i listened to this podcast and they kept saying you know to look out for people and look out for yourself and so i thought better safe than sorry and you know she was that's that's a good thing that's a good thing though with i mean the the I don't know if I should call it an obsession that sounds too negative, but the um, how interested everyone is in true crime nowadays. Yeah. Um, I think it's great because, you know, you learn a lot and you, it, yeah, it, it makes you hyper aware. It makes you really, and it sucks that it has to be, you know, like I keep saying, but um, at least, you know, you can learn some tips and learn. And feel less to, of a victim. I think. Yes. Feel less yeah, vulnerable. Take, maybe it gives you like a sense of control too. Mm-hmm. If you can learn about this kind of stuff and, and like feel somewhat prepared um, yeah, yeah yeah gosh 
um, especially in dating though. I, that's something where for me, I would message like when I was on Tinder and I'd say, oh, I can pick you up like in my car or something. And I would send that to a woman thinking that's like a very normal thing, but I wouldn't think of like, oh, that's probably, it sounds really like sketchy or that could be dangerous for them, for them, for a stranger yeah. to pick them up in their car. Cause I read stories later and people are like, yeah, like they, like uh, when guys ask me if they'll pick oh. me up, I get like really <laughs> freaked out and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I should probably not do that. I mean, I always have the like instinct of, I give everyone the benefit of the doubt, which is not mm -hmm. great either. And so I, I always, which is not great either, but I always err on the side of like, oh, I'm sure they're just being polite or, you know, I'm not good at like <laughs> sometimes listening to my, uh, red flag cues, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I can see why that would be off-putting, but I feel like it's not that abnormal. no yeah I mean I always had good intentions but yeah no, right. I, I could but in hindsight I could see why someone would hear that Did and people think, ever take you up on that yes yeah okay I was like <laughs> I I was like I got in I like got picked up for a date once like yeah <laughs> okay. yeah and I don't think it's, it's necessarily <laughs> a bad thing but like I I've read stories later so I've stopped like I'm not that I'm, I'm actually like not even on any dating apps right now but like you know, since I read more about that, I was like, okay, you know what, like, how can I make this first date as comfortable as I can for the other person? Yeah, because also yeah. for me, that helps me with my anxiety, because my anxiety, like, am I looking like a serial killer? Yeah, right you now? know, believe it or not, I don't want people to see me that way. Um, <laughs> I do, but it's different for you. Um, no, yeah, I get that. I mean, I think nowadays, it's so different. And I haven't dated in many moons. But I think if I were, I'd be much more anxious about it, or much more like uh much more wary mm -hmm. i guess because hey that's this is geo's first appearance on human seeking this human. i love it geo is supposed to go to daycare and then <laughs> yesterday i got an email saying snow day for dogs and i was like this isn't funny i need him to go to daycare and they said dogs get snow days too and i'm like well i didn't get a freaking snow day but i guess here i am um yeah, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'd be more wary because after covering so many crime stories now and reading so many other people's stories, and I mean, I'm very, I'm much more concerned about not trusting people than yeah. I was five, ten years ago. Well, speaking of what you were saying with um, looking people up and doing that um, research on social media and everything, it's funny for me now where if I were on a dating app and someone looked me up. It would be so easy. I mean, like, they, they I have a fucking website. Like, yeah, I'd be like, why is this man always dressed as a Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't know what to do. Why does he want to pick True. me up in his car? I don't know. I think he's a serial killer. It's so funny now where it's like, and I've been on dates with people who said that they know who you are. Who I am? Yes. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. And the funny part about it is they'll say that and then they'll say like, how weird is it if I know like stuff about you already? And I'm like, and so they're all, it's been very nice. You know, everyone's been like very nice about it that that's happened with. Um, Man, I never meet people who know me or know you. I feel like I'm, yeah, it's the, the only matches I get on dating apps wow. are people who just want to get to know you. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, but no, like, it, it's funny where now they can like, look anything up. They can literally listen to my podcast, hear about my entire life. And some yeah. of them have heard about my life through you and know about like my family already and know about certain things through your podcast. Um, 
Yeah, that's a weird line to walk because you want people to like understand you and be on the same like humor level and whatever, but also you're like, you don't want to, it's like a weird line to walk of like, oh, we want to get to know each other, but Mm -hmm. also like. But I already know know so much. I already know a lot about you. And that, but the thing is every time it's been like, by the way, I know these things just so you know, like I'm hopefully it's not weird for you. And it's not weird for me because it's like I weirdly I'm used to it now. But um, that would be yeah. so weird if they didn't. I mean, it's like it's so awkward also to be the person who's like, well, I have to tell them at some point. What if they just never told you? And then like several like a year down the line, they were like you found like, I don't know, a shrine to you in their shrine. closet. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. that would freak me out a little bit. <laughs> just a bit but no I know what you mean where they like they pretended to not know everything yeah reacted as if it was the first time um that would just be more exhausting for them so I would feel bad for them if they went through that podcast Podcast? Hmm, I'm not familiar with that line (laughs) of work (laughs) um yeah but uh overall though like I don't know I've never had a bad experience like that like with meeting someone like that who already knows stuff um but also like that puts weirdly less pressure on me because I don't know that means okay they know something about me they're and they're still willing to hang, out, willing with to hang yeah. out with me no and get in your car apparently yeah so. I get in my car and that's a good I sign drive off into the desert with me um, <laughs> yeah. with a couple of shovels and build a shrine um, to me geocaching i swear um, geocaching in the desert it's really <laughs> romantic yeah but yeah nothing like so like anything too bad has happened um i did want to ask you if you've had any like really terrible date stories or anything that's gone wrong with yeah. you that you're willing to share so many things have gone wrong with me not all i'm willing to share but there definitely is one that i don't even know if it <clears throat> well yeah i guess it was a date it this is one of my most shameful moments. I used to think it was funny. I no longer find it funny because again, being much more aware about uh, social issues and crime and just like, it was just bad, but like I, I made some poor decisions, but anyway, um, I met this guy. Honestly, I don't even remember his name, but I met this guy uh at Miami and we were hanging out and we went out to get drinks and uh I don't know we hung out all night and then he was like oh he started talking about his dog that's what it was and I was like oh I would love to have a dog someday and he was like oh I have the cutest dog and he was showing me pictures and he was like oh do you want to come meet her and I was like sure and he's like yeah I live like on this like a block away and I was like okay great I mean it's really just I'm it's nervous bad. yeah you, do you not know this story no I've no mom idea. got so upset when I she actually never doesn't let me talk about it so um and so then we went to this house and he went and he's like oh shit the door's locked I must have forgot my key and he's like hang on let me check the window so he goes across the porch and there's a window and so he opens it climbs in and unlocks the door and I'm like okay <laughs> coming on in and Normal. I walk in and I was like, oh, I really have to pee. And he's like, um, uh, and I was like, where's the bathroom? And he's like, I think it's over there. And I was like, mm, okay, you think it's over there. That's odd. But of course, at this point, I'm still like, la, la, la. And I'm like, where's the dog? And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom and I just hear this ruckus. Oh my God, it was so bad. And I walk out 
and there's this man and his girlfriend and they're on the stairs and the man has a has a gun (gasps) and he goes what the fuck are you doing in my house and it's kind of at this point that I immediately sober up and realize the guy I'm hanging out with is like totally out of his gourd drunk and oh by the way there was a dog I was like, oh. oh, there's a dog. And so I was like, that's the dog he told me. Okay. So it's all good then. You got what the you came for. The dog is here. I got what I came for. So he wasn't lying about the dog. He was lying, however, that it was his dog. It was not his dog. Um, turns out he had lived in this house a year earlier, which is how he knew which window would be open. Uh, he no longer lived there, obviously. This ma- man and his girlfriend lived there by themselves. And uh, he wanted to break in to show me this dog. And I was like, what the hell? So where do you live? Turns out he had dropped out of the university where I was visiting him, dropped out of college, didn't tell me that, and lived in like a completely different, like in Toledo or somewhere like completely. Was literally just there to party and like. Was just there to like party and was like, oh, well, we can sleep at this house I used to live in over a year ago. Oh my God. Here's a dog. It was the dumbest fucking thing. And. It was one of those moments where I went, okay, like running around drunk on a college campus is one thing, but like breaking and entering and <laughs> a man with a gun and like it, it just got way out of hand. And I was like, this is just really ignorant and stupid. And I just wanted to pet a dog like, there, you know, <laughs> but it was so dumb. It's like, that's what they tell little children to get them into a car. Like, do you want to pet my puppy? I mean, it's like the exact fucking line. And it worked on me at like 22 years old. And so anyway, I'm so ashamed of, of that. Christina, um, that is none of that is you had the best intentions. You wanted to see a puppy. No one can fault you for that. Oh, so stupid. It was no such a cute little pit bull too. And oh. I never got to pet it because the guy was like, get away from me. Yeah, because like, it would have okay. like killed you. <laughs> it probably was like out of my so, house. You were in his house. Oh <laughs> yeah, my God. That it is... was bad. I never saw that guy again, obviously. Oh, he texted me like a week later and I was like, please don't speak to me again. No, he had your number. That's not good. Yeah. And you had his old address, so. <laughs> this address not <laughs> and a picture of his dog not oh my Man, god i still feel so... bad for that couple who can't answer to find some drunk girl like in their bathroom i, I can't imagine looking that's, for the dog that's I something mean, where not because i'm planning on it but when i get like really i don't know bored i look up apartments in like la and in cincinnati because i want to see what there is and i was yeah. looking at some houses for rent and i was like oh these are like so cheap i'm like oh they're like literally on uc's campus right by all the like fraternities and sororities oh yeah and i'm like that would be a nightmare can you imagine oh that would my be a nightmare. god i i would not be happy there um and i feel really uncomfortable too you and i both were uncomfortable in that setting when we were college exactly like, now that i'm like 27 could you imagine like too old like these like 18 19 year olds like oh yeah the 27 year old that lives next door like i would be that oh yeah no that's creepy anyway um yeah i couldn't imagine like ugh. well um you are now married though at least you not to that oh, guy God, i did um, something normal you, you got like, a dog and you got married yeah i had to do something to like back up some sort of vision of normalcy yeah. to the world you yeah. know and you did meet blaze inadvertently through tinder correct <laughs> yeah i did i was on a tinder date and the guy f- fell asleep he was a golfer named kevin 
and he fell asleep and on the like before not on the date he okay. fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, wait, I was gonna say on the evening of the date oh. and uh i just hung out with blaze instead i was like whatever i guess i'll hang out with these people and um sorry and then my friends split up into team kevin and team blaze most of them did team kevin just because they thought it was funny that he was a ke- guy named kevin who was a golfer mm. should be fair is a little bit funny um oh it turns out also oh. that guy named kevin so blaze's blaze was in a fraternity and had a big like in his fraternity turns out his big is best friends with kevin the golfer no way <laughs> he showed up one time at a lunch and i was like well this is weird well you have so, kevin to thank for your marriage now right thanks, kevin thanks kevin and, oh and then he texted me under the table and he said oh if your uh, relationship ever goes south i'm single it was like kevin he did not yeah kevin. he did I was, I was like kevin give it up man i mean <laughs> you fell asleep on our date exactly like you had your chance can you and imagine you're a golfer and you got bored enough to fall asleep that <laughs> that tells me that you are not interested as someone who golfs i agree with you <laughs> i see people giving shit to people who play golf and watch golf as someone who does both yep we deserve mm-hmm. it it's, deserve it's a boring it. thing oh my gosh but yeah and then um yeah and you had your first date what tin roof or something yeah well that's where Cincinnati. we met oh that's where you met got some bud light platinum oh, you know yeah. listen to country music blaze talked about trump is that right <laughs> he did okay mm-hmm. hear me out of it don't cut this out because it's gonna sound really bad <laughs> i just leave uh, it that <laughs> anyway thanks for having me on the show <laughs> um no blaze said we were all intoxicated and we were in an uber and we were going to find Kevin because I was like, oh, I'm on the state. And Blaze is like, well, I don't want you wandering the streets alone. And I was like, okay, fine. You guys come with me. So they came with me to find Kevin. And um, obviously Kevin never showed. But point is in the car, he was like, yeah. Or my friend, our mutual friend was like, oh, Blaze's aunt is a comedian. Uh, her name is Lisa Lampanelli. And I was like, I've never heard of her. And then Blaze was, I hope Lisa doesn't listen to this. And then Blaze was like, yeah, she was on Celebrity Apprentice. And I was like, I've never watched it. And he's like, with donald trump and i was like i don't know who that is and oh, I remember, come on i'm not kidding i didn't know who he was this was in like 2003 yes christina everyone who knew who donald trump was i didn't i've ne- okay. i literally okay. had no clue who he was i'm not making that up okay. and i remember going who's that and Wait, like did you say to- 2003 yes no <laughs> you were 2013 alexander i'm sorry i was like <laughs> it took I me a never- second i was like okay i was 10 years old wait a second that doesn't matter I- <laughs> I knew the name. I like Bud Light Platinum in elementary school, so sue me. Um, no, I knew the name, but I was like, I don't know who that is. It sounds like some douchey guy. Well, okay, I was right. But uh, he was like, yeah, I met that guy one time, Donald Trump. And I was like, okay, congratulations. I, I don't know who that is. Anyway, that was- a really... He still brags about it to this day. It was... <laughs> was... I'm just kidding. He does not. He does it, not. It was 1992 was the first best time of my life because I was an only child. And in the newspaper, apparently, (laughs) and ate ice cream. And then the second best part of my life was when I didn't, when I was like, who's Donald Trump? The end. Good times. Good times. I'm not so naive and innocent anymore, (laughs) unfortunately. Oh, so unfortunate. Um, Well, there's one last thing I want to do here. Uh, And it's, you know, in case things don't work out with uh, Blaze, Mm -hmm. um, I have someone that I think would be a good fit for you. Oh, okay. um, Great. So this is a a personal ad. This is from the Sacramento Bee, uh, Sacramento, California, September 24th, 1997. 
Okay. My, my type, my age, my area. Got it. It all it's so, so far. It's all clicking, right? Mm-hmm. Let's share true crime professional, single white male, 35, six foot, 235 pounds with sarcastic sense of humor, enjoys reading day hikes, drives, cats, photography, talking, seeking single or divorced white female, 32 to 37 with similar or dissimilar likes. <laughs> similar or dissimilar <laughs> likes. That really narrows it down. Just in case. You. Well, you know, see... I hate all of those things, so I think we'd really get along. <laughs> <laughs> um, opposites attract, as Paula Abdul likes to say. But yeah, uh-huh. so we've got your true crime professional. That's your in for your podcast, this, like taking your content to the next level. Like a literal murderer he's like i'm a true crime professional i like to go on hikes and take photographs like it sounds like he's luring people into the woods and he's going to murder them but, like that was literally a guy was that rodney alcala who did that the dating game the, killer? who's in like the love game. what was it is it just uh, the dating games that matched, or love whatever it's a yeah game show yeah. i'm pretty sure um or the dating game right i think it was a date i think you're right but he uh he i think it was him who who said he was a photographer and he like lured people uh to on the hikes to say like oh you're so beautiful let me take your photograph and then he would murder them um did he live in sacramento in 1997 wait actually probably (laughs) i feel like most serial killers lived in sacramento at some point (laughs) at some point in their life (laughs) yeah uh i'm gonna look up where he's from but (laughs) i mean seriously he listen he was sentenced to death in california so um yeah okay who knows that could have been my guy. I was so close. I was only born a few decades yeah. off. Although he was, I think, Bummer. in prison at that point. Um, when he uh-huh, wrote yeah, in 1997. Right. But who knows? Maybe he wrote it from prison and uh, was just hopeful that uh, he'd get out somehow. You're right. Maybe he was trying to lure people to Sacramento <laughs> where he was in jail. He's like, I love to go on hikes in the prison yard. Um, oh, man. Wow, that was, uh, Alexander, that was... I just love how that sarcastic sense of humor came through mm-hmm. without any sort of humor in the actual ad. Exactly. Really, yeah. Really I, stuff. I'm just, just be sure to thank me once you two are married. I mean, it's, it's great though. Like, well, I have to wait a few years because he's yeah, 32, 32 to 37, but by I'm that point you'll, again. you'll be divorced and yeah, I'll get um, the paperwork out of the way by then. It'll just make, it'll make this is all, uh, is all going to click. Like maybe I'll have paid off my house. Maybe not, but we'll figure that out in the door settlement so I can move yeah, to Sacramento. Exactly. You'll yeah. figure it out. Well, we'll thank you so much for being on, being our guinea pig. This was wonderful. Um, everyone, you can check out And That's Why We Drink wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also uh, check out her social media at Xteen Schieffer. She's verified everywhere. So just look I for that am. blue check. It's so exciting. I'm not yet, but she's my guest. So not the <laughs> other way around. Um, so I'm the one with the power here. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for being on here. This was so fun. Thank much you fun. for having me and finding really uncomfortable photos oh, of me from high school. That that welcome. part was I was not warned about. So uh, <laughs> everybody, if he asks you to be on this show, do a little scour of the internet. <laughs> first because you never yes. know be what careful. might turn up be careful and if you do want to see those pictures you can go to at human seeking pod on instagram it's also gonna i probably won't post the pics on twitter but that's the same thing on twitter um because yeah they're pretty funny so yeah i might have had them removed by my blue <laughs> check the power of my blue check but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. see we'll see but i'm still talking to the lawyers about it all but <laughs> yeah um... all our many attorneys <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, if anyone, um, if you have any feedback on how this went, let Don't me know. Me, <laughs> Don't tell her, Don't tell, tell me. me. Uh, email me and be like, yeah, you should have more guests or no, you set the bar too high with this one, which is probably the case. Uh, certainly. Um, also, like maybe she should just do the show. <laughs> that could be. Hey, you know what? If I still get credit for being the I'm creator, I'm fine with that. Um, outsource it. Outsource it. Exactly. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and now I'm going to kick you out and do my solo thing. So. All right. Thanks it's for being fun here. while it lasted. It was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Alrighty. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this was such a fun episode for me. Um, of course, having my sister on here, um, and the first time having a guest on here, I personally thought it went really well, but of course, you know, having it be my sister, it was a little easier on me, <laughs> uh, to interview her than someone else. But, uh, if you really like this, let me know, because I would love to uh, be able to bring on, uh, more guests down the line, um, and do this kind of thing with them. So yeah, uh, thanks all for listening. Uh, if you're interested in um, reaching out to me, you can email humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. Uh, social media is humanseekingpod. Uh, and uh, you can also follow me at Zandy Schiefer on uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, etc. just had a wonderful Valentine's Day stream. Thank you everyone who was there. Uh, that was so much fun. It was nice to not be alone on Valentine's this year. Uh, so I'm glad y'all kept me company. And yeah, and normally at this point I would do uh, an honest ad, but uh, I figured this was a very guest central episode. So we're going to save that for next week. Next week should be a more normal episode. Um, however, I am going to be in the process of moving. So if I don't release one, that's why. Uh, I leave this week for Ohio. It's going to be a big move. It's a lot going on. So I'm not sure yet if I'll release one, but I'll try my best. Either way, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you again to my wonderful sister for being on and being a guinea pig. I uh, couldn't have asked for a better first guest. And uh, looking forward to more episodes like this. And I look forward to talking to you all next week. Until then. Until then.